2: In that case, I pronounce
0: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock
3: Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think. Whatever you, whatever you, do, know, whatever you know. Whatever you feel. Tiger do. doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always ready to R because talk with Tiny has got to be relevant. Talk with Tiny has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tiny has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tiny and Wild. This here.
4: So, Cap, remix, J-E, Y'all, Run DMC to
3: the beach, y'all. Ah ha. Ah ha. And me, y'all know my name. Uh-huh. Come on. I know these folks. And you know if I loved you from the start day. Yeah.
4: I was jamming to Jagged Edge. We're talking about getting married tonight. The topic is, Lord, I am ready to be a wife. Lord, I am ready to be a husband. This is going to be off the chain show. Mind-blowing. Y'all, Facebook has been lighting up. We have had our largest RSVP since we launched this show uh, with this topic tonight. So I know you have a lot of questions. Your ears are tuned in. Take notes. We're going to have a lot of great information from our guest tonight. Lord, I'm Ready to Be a Wife is a book by Christine Pimbleton, which is phenomenal. I've been reading through it, and I'm a girly girl, so I like girly girl things. The book is so pretty, so dainty, first of all, the pink, the green. But when you read it, you have so many nuggets of like, aha, that's why I'm not married, or aha, that's what is messing me up. So we have Christine She's going to be on our show. Great book. If you haven't got her book and you're on Real Talk with Tanya White, show page, click it right now. Go to Amazon and order it. Or you can wait till after the show. We're going to be giving away some copies tonight. Also, we have Jesse Duckworth. He's going to give the man perspective. Ladies, believe it or not, men want to be husbands. And in his book, Against All Odds, he uh, reveals his personal story and his struggles he had to go to, through to position himself to prepare himself to be the husband that he is today. Both books are great. We have copies for listeners tonight, but you have to wait until after the show. We're going to make you work for these copies tonight. Uh, We like to say welcome to all the guests that are in the chat. Our lines are already blowing up. Everybody must want to be a wife, want to be a husband. We like to say hello to Adrena, uh, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce The G. Williams, I'm going to call you that. Keisha Dawn, I love my book, girl, I'm waiting for September. Miss Jones and Virtue for me and all the people online. Again, it's going to be a hot show. We're going to take some questions, some comments. I know we're not going to get to everybody tonight, but we're going to give you the number, 347-215-6446. At the time, if you have any uh, questions for our guests, uh, for me, or if you want to uh, just share a story, if you recently got engaged or got married, we would love to hear your story tonight. Again, the number is three four seven two one five six four four six. We like to say hello to all of our beautiful blog talk friends. Ladies and gentlemen, we are up to 1741, which is phenomenal for us to be only on the air for six months. We love our Blog Talk friends, and we love you for listening. If you're not one of our friends, please send us a request. We love getting new friend requests. Uh, also, we are doing, through the month of June, you know Tanya White loves her music, and we're having Mega Music Monday shows all Mondays long on uh, throughout June, and we're interviewing artists of all genres. Last Monday, you guys, we had a phenomenal show, three fantastic gospel artists. Judith Kennard, she sang live. She's my homegirl from Louisville, and I love her voice. So I, I asked her when I booked I said, you know you're going to sing. So she sung, actually she sung four, a beautiful voice. It's the best voice you have never heard. Also, we had Dr. Naima Johnston, and she shared her uh, nuggets of wisdom. We played her track, Dying to Know You. Then we had the magnificent Micah Stampley. Uh, he is the artist, if you know the uh, song, Take My Life, Our Holiness, as we call it. He was on, and he gave us some fantastic, fantastic nuggets of wisdom, and he prayed for us. So if you love Micah Stempley, you will love our Mega Music Monday show from this past Monday, June 15th. Uh, So go check out the archives. It was fantastic. This Monday coming up, we're having Fatima Robinson, Selena Johnson, Hugh Parker. We're going to talk about R&B and hip-hop it's going to be magnificent once again. We want to say hello to everyone that is in the chat online. The lines are blowing up. We're talking about, Lord, I'm ready to be a husband. Lord, I'm ready to be a wife. We're waiting for Sherlin Vaughn. She's going to be my co-host this evening. But our first, first guest is going to be Jesse Duckworth. He wrote the book Against All Odds and, again, Lucky winners will have the opportunity to win. But we're going to make you work for it tonight. Listen carefully uh, after we interview him, We're going to tell you what you have to do to win one of these books. But until then, visit TanyaWhite.com. We're going to post a question on there uh, about an hour after the show. Um, and also, you, we're going to have a Real Talk listener special because before you can be a wife, before you can be a husband, you must, must get over the, the little issues, the struggles that prevents you, that are making you attract the wrong people in your life. So my book, Relationship Reruns, which I love, I promote everybody on this show, and I'm going to promote myself. That is the best book I've written thus far. Uh, relationship Reruns, if you're tired of being drama-filled relationships or you're just tired of having the wrong people in your life and you're ready to move to the next level, to be that wife, to be have a lasting relationship with a woman, this book is for you. We're going to have a special $10, only $10, Help a sister out. Uh, you can get that tonight as we talk about Lord, I am ready to be a wife. Lord, I am ready to be a husband. Um, all right, now, Sherlyn Vaughn is on deck. Hello, Sherlyn. How are you? Hello, Miss Tanya White. Or should I say, Dr. White? Girl, <laughs> listen, one day I'm going to get that PhD. <laughs> listen, girl, this topic. Lord, I'm ready to be a wife. Lord, I'm ready to be a husband. Hot topic, girl. Yes. We have had our largest RSVP on our Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. The largest to date. And wow. men, women of all. So this must be a hot topic. Wow. A you lot of people want to get it married. Is. It really is because, you know, now time... <clears throat> When there seems to be a breakdown of a family
1: yes. Everyone
4: is searching to Not just to be married I mean you can, anyone can get married oh, They're yeah. searching to be connected spiritually Yes and, and have it ordained by God So I I imagine it's a hot topic Everywhere so So many people in this day and time With all this happening wants to be married Girl this uh, the chat is off the hook The lines are blowing up We're going to take your calls At 347-215-6446 but, Sherlyn, we have two awesome authors. Uh, we have uh, Jesse Duckworth. He is the author of the book Against All Odds. He's going to give us the male perspective because uh, men want to be husbands. Did you did you think otherwise? We all programmed to think men don't want to get married or they flee married. Did you think that? I believe most men do want to be married. Yeah, a lot of men do. But it just goes back to what you say. Uh, finding the Right One. Well, he's going to give us the male perspective, talk about his awesome book. I'm loving it. I love it, the fact that he is also an educator, too, and he's doing other things. So we're going to talk to him first, and then we're going to talk to Christine Timmelton. We're going to get right to it. We're not going to do a Are You Serious? No other thing, because, girl, everybody wants to know how they can become a wife, how they can become a husband. So are you ready, Shirley? I am ready. Got your questions together. Yes, ma'am. All right, we're going to bring on Jesse Duckworth, and again, he is the author. He was on our boast about uh, your book segment uh, two weeks ago, and so we're excited to have him back. And he's going to give us a brief bio of himself, and then we're going to dig right into the questions. So, again, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, uh, author Jesse Duckworth. Hello, Jesse. How are you?
5: How you doing, Tanya?
4: Listen, you know I'm fantabulous, we're on summer break, how are you doing? That's
5: right, <laughs> last day of school, huh?
4: <laughs> I am having a ball, how are you? I'm doing
5: fantastic, it's actually sunny out here in uh, Toledo, Ohio, and um, last day of school, and uh, all I can think of now is uh, just rest and relaxation.
4: Yes, listen, it is beautiful here in Louisville after we've had tornado storm-like weather weather all morning, but... The sun is finally out, and we're excited to talk about this hot topic. I love your book, by the way, Jesse.
5: Thank you. Uh, You you had a little time to read it, huh?
4: Oh, yes. I've been on summer break. (laughs) I got it underlined, highlighted, and everything. I want to welcome my co host for the evening. We're going to tag team you tonight, uh, Sherilyn Vaughn from St. Louis. Hey, Sherilyn.
0: Hi, Jesse. How are you? How are you doing, Sherilyn?
4: Excellent. Good. Hey, listen, Jesse, tell us who you are, and then we're going to get right to our questions tonight.
5: Okay. Well, um, my name is Jesse Duckworth. I'm an assistant principal for high school. Um, I deal specifically on the uh, discipline aspect of things. Um, also, I'm an advisor for a national mentoring program called Student African American Brotherhood. And uh, when I'm not doing that, um, I'm a musician and praise and worship leader at Cornerstone Church in Toledo, Ohio. Um and then I also do some speaking on the side, um, whether it's high school, college, whatnot, um and then uh I just got into doing some blogging on the Christian Post uh website. So that's mm-hmm. a little bit about me.
4: Wow, you are a busy man. But that's good. Uh, you know,
5: <laughs> I don't like to be bored. So
4: <laughs> listen, let me tell you, after this Show is over. You're going to be bombarded with people hitting your site. So why don't you give them your uh, website ad, uh, information and contact information also.
5: Okay. You can go to jessieduckworth.com. That's J-E-S-S-E, uh, Duckworth, D-U-C-K-W-O-R-T-H.com.
4: All right. Jesse, what inspired you? Do they call you JD?
5: No. Actually, uh, long story short, my my nickname's actually Andy grew up with the name Andy, but uh, I can't even get into it, but okay. it's just my real name. <laughs> so
4: am going call you J.D. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to slip fine. up and call you J.D. Cause I have That's to
3: be fine.
4: Dating. But what is your inspiration for writing Against All Odds, Men Pursuing Purity in a Pornographic Society? Men love porn, first of all.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, men do love pornography, and that is based upon the fact that uh, men are visual. Um, uh-huh. And so it's in our nature, when we see things, um, as far as um, sexual things, women, um, that's something that triggers us. And, you know, it's a fight between the part of us that's natural and then the part of us that we know was not right. And Mm -hmm. so, as you know, um, all you got to do is turn on the television, and whether it's the news or TV shows, uh, commercials, Everything's out there as far as sex to sell to entertain whatnot, and mm-hmm. uh, as a result of that, um, we see more you know scandals and you know divorce rates up and you know diseases and whatnot. And in my experience, not many men, especially in my experience, black men, are even talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. all, all men to some degree have to face these sexual temptations because we're bombarded by so much. Mm-hmm. and no one is discussing it. And so I wanted to put something out there, not only for um, men, but even women too. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's parents that got teenagers, and maybe they need a tool to use, uh, something to, uh, you know, educate, provoke discussion, um, you know, along with single men who may be struggling, and um, have something to encourage and inspire them. And I'm not saying that it's the reason why I wrote Pursuing Purity, because it's not a perfect uh, not a perfect story, so to speak, you know, because none of us are perfect. Yeah. But instead of using the excuse, well, I'm just a guy, that'll give me excuse to, you know, cheat or whatever. Let's, let's move towards what we know is right, and let's pursue doing the right thing and making the right choices. And so we have a choice, whether we talk about it and educate or we, we remain ignorant and inherit all the problems that come from being irresponsible. So that was my inspiration.
4: It's awesome. I love the book. It's not only like you said, it is for women because in the end, you talk about Christian dating and share your story, which I love, love, love. And we're gonna to get to it at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're talking to Jesse Duckworth about men are ready to be husbands, giving the male perspective. Sherlyn, you have a question for Jesse. Yes, I wanted to know Jesse. In your book, Against All Odds, you discuss many things. One of them being the advantages of being single. So for our listening audience, men and women, can you identify some of the advantages of being single um, when most people, you know, sometimes people feel that being single is something wrong with them or some kind of disease that they've caught <laughs> as to why they can, you know, catch on to somebody who wants to marry them. So I want to hear from your perspective uh, on being single.
3: Okay. And, well, and
4: even more to that, Jesse, can you explain to us how to what we need to do if we're if we are single and we're wanting to be a husband or a wife, what we can do for ourselves to work on ourselves so that we do attract the right mate?
5: Well, as far as the um, advantages, and I know that um, those that may be listening out there um, may be discouraged, uh, may feel like they're not special, important, or whatnot, but, um, you know, as someone that was single for quite a while, I mean, I dated here and there, but as far as actual marriage, you know, there was a a long period of, you know, being single, and I had those same thoughts, and and there are some frustrations. I know there's some books out there, you know, being single and happy and all that kind of stuff, but Mm -hmm. you know what? Not everybody's happy with being single, and you got to think about it this way. It's only an advantage if you're single, if you're striving to do something with your life, if you're doing something, if you're in a position to um, you got goals and whatnot, if you're just sitting at home alone, you know, and you're not involved in anything, you're not doing anything with your life, you're just miserable, well, of course, you know, being single is going to be rough, but um, you know, one of the things that, that I did um, during my time when I was single is, you know, I had great opportunities to, you know, travel the world, you know, to to see different things and, you know, a lot of people they they marry quickly, they marry when they're they're young, and they don't get a chance to experience life and so they get married quick and as you know you know after a while and the, and the thrill is gone, so to speak, mm-hmm. they get frustrated and there's regrets because oh man, I didn't get a chance to you know go out there and different things like that and so um while you're single, you know take opportunity because that's going to be the only time you're going to really get that freedom, so to speak um also during your time that you're single. It's a great time if you if you want to get married to to learn from other people about marriage. Man, I ask so many questions to other guys and, and even women concerning marriage, you know, and I learn from their mistakes. You know, you don't want to go into a marriage ignorant. You you mm-hmm. want to learn, and that's an opportunity to learn there. And then, uh, you know, thirdly, I would say that, you know, it's an opportunity to work on your, your dreams and, and whatever goals. If you don't have any, I would encourage you to Get some goals and get some dreams, you know. I mean, there's, there's no telling what, you know, God has planned for you. And so, you know, it's just important not to wait around thinking, you know, i got to have somebody to complete me because that time is, is really wasted time when you could be doing something uh, with your life. And so one thing that I say is that you need to know what season you're in, and that takes away from frustration. You know, maybe it's, you know it's not that time for you. You know, if, if you're trusting and believing in God, you've got to realize there's times and seasons for everything. So, you know, you may be in a, you know, winter season and, you know, you got on shorts and a tank top. It's not time. For you, you know what I mean? It's not time. You would have to wait on God. And, and that takes away from that frustration a lot of times. And, uh, you know, it's all by, by faith, you know, and just in believing that, you know, he will come through. And so in the meantime, um, it's just important for you to have that relationship you know with god and and just be one with him you have to be complete within yourself before you can even go out there and you know uh begin the whole you know dating process even thinking about being a someone's wife or being someone's husband and uh you know i think that helps along that line while you're single
4: hey does that uh everything you just said was on point jesse but is that why you think most people, in your book, you talk about settling for less than God's best? And it's so ironic because I wrote that in my book, Relationship with <laughs> Friends. Uh, is that why you think many people settle uh, for uh, less than God's best for them because they're not doing anything productive with their single life? Not They're not, and when I read books like Happy Being Single, it's like preparation in your mindset to be happy with you first as you're positioning yourself. Uh, so a lot of people say, "Well, I'm happy single and I don't need nobody." They're they're just lying because exactly. <laughs> God created us to be together yeah. as man and woman. So do you think that's why many people rush into marriage and settle for less than God's best for them?
5: Yeah, I, I just think that you know, there's a lot of people that are they they have no relationship with God and
4: support um, right
1: they,
5: there. Yeah, and and so therefore they they're looking not into spiritual things they're looking for someone something that's natural to fill that void and um you know yes god wants us to to you know he said that it's not good that man should be alone and he wants us to have companionship Mm
1: -hmm. but
5: at the same time you know we don't want to put ourselves in a position where we make ourselves available to whomever and then we lose out on what god had in store for us and um Yeah, people do settle a lot, which is pretty sad, which kinda shows in our divorce rate (laughs) if you think about it.
4: So That's a good segue. Trollin, don't you have a question about divorce? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I was wanted to Jesse to speak on how, because he he touched upon it briefly when he was saying that, you know, if you be still, God will bring the right person. But it tends to be, especially with uh, Christians, that there is a sense of desperation. I need to Ooh. be born. I need to be married now. And Lord, you're taking a little too long. <laughs> if I had clap Shirley, no, hand claps, I would give So and so, I really want him to speak on the fact that it's a. It's a point of preparation and preparing ourselves for what it is that we need
5: well um i think while you're single you're you're really it's important to occupy um the time and um and that comes with like I said before, you know um you know going out and experiencing life um um go places and 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 set goals for yourself and just not put yourself in a position where you're just so stagnant and still. And, you know, one thing that I did while I was single, um, which I put in my book, was, um, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, writing the vision down and making it plain and it'll come to pass and do season, whatnot. I mean, I did that. You know, Mm -hmm. I I had the vision down. It was something for me, like, while I didn't actually physically see my wife, I had something to, uh, something as a faith, builder, something that I could see, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the natural uh, while I didn't see my wife in the natural. And it was just something that I, I just stayed on and prayed on and just kept up with that and until I actually saw the result, you know.
4: Okay. And it's so awesome because uh, would you like to reveal how old you were when you got married? Because I think that's very phenomenal too.
5: How old I was? Yeah. I was 34.
4: See, you can <laughs> wait on the Lord. I mean, because people say if you get thirties is like your old that's an old marrying old and but you said you waited, you wrote the vision and it's so refreshing for a man to, to hear a man say that that you know, I wanna get married. I wrote down my vision and I believed it and I waited on it until it came to pass. So that's so awesome, Jesse. I love your book by the way. it. Uh, if you just joined us, we're talking to Jesse Dutworth. Uh, author of Against All Odds And we talking about marriage from the male perspective If you have a question or comment Call 347-215-6446 And press number 1 So that we know that you're available So Jesse, I have a question about divorce In your book you talk about uh, How the divorce rate is so high And you identify reasons um, Why many couples rush into marriage And get statistics And you call uh, You Share a term called dis- "relationship disillusionment." Can you explain that term?
5: Yeah, uh, relationship disillusionment is basically, you know, at the beginning stage of uh, any relationship, um, it's really, you know, two people putting on a uh, face that's not necessarily really theirs. It's I'm oh, going to try really? to put
3: on. <laughs> we do that, Jesse. <laughs> uh,
5: maybe not a hundred percent, but there are some things in there that's not totally, you know. I could say, hey, you know what if i if you take somebody out on dinner, are you gonna get you know the the a meal that's just like you know i don't know two two steaks and whatever and you're just gonna chow down or are you gonna get something like a little salad and kinda kind of be neat about it whatever Some go that route, some don't, but what I, but that's beyond the point. basically, what I'm saying is um we're trying to impress each other
1: mm-hmm. and what
5: happens is during that phase of the relationship, um, I guess you can say almost during that infatuation stage or whatever, you know, everything is just great, everything is just beautiful, but because of the love, you know, we just so much in love, we're not really focusing on those things that are most important when mm-hmm. you get married. You know, are you talking about, um, you know, financial situations and uh, – you know, kids, and, you know, do you want kids, and different things like that, you know, Um, because a lot of things pop up after you get married, and if you Mm -hmm. don't really see those things from the beginning, you know, it's, that's where the disillusionment is, and so Mm -hmm. you see that a lot in Hollywood, where you have two people on the set of a movie, Mm -hmm. and uh, right away, they get together, and it's just like, you know, two months later, they get married, and then, like, before the year is over with, you know, they get a divorce or irreconcilable differences. Yeah, and uh, you know, it was just the love thing was just all there, and then you know, and the love and all that, and it just died out, and they never really got an opportunity to talk about the foundational things that make a marriage last.
4: Yeah, we had a great show last Thursday with the relationship coach, and he talked about the oxytocin levels getting all us up in an uproar, <laughs> and we go off emotion instead, of, like you said, uh, talking about those foundational things. If you get to know a person, sometimes you're like. You, I don't even like this person. I don't like their views. I don't like their philosophies. We're not going to be compatible. But like you said, a lot of people go into, I have an illusion of the relationship. I met somebody. Uh, you know, I'm feeling great. You know, so we must be meant to be. And especially Christians, I want to go back to what Sherlyn said. Sometimes we get our, uh, get all twisted up and try to find a scripture to fit our situation. <laughs> and we forget. That some uh, that God is going to you're going to be pro- compatible and you're going to be equally yoked. So that is so great. You need to get against our odds. Uh, by Jesse Duckworth. You can click on um, Real Talk with Tony White page or go to Jesse com. Shirley, you have any more questions? Uh, I wanted to know what are some because uh, I know he's and throughout this book he is various. Um, strategies and various struggles that people are dealing with, but what are some of the strategies that Christian men and women can apply when they're dating to maintain emotional as well as sexual purity?
5: Well, um, I would say that there's no um, formula for perfection, but some of the things that um, that I've dealt with, because I can only talk about you know my experiences. But, um, obviously, there's the spiritual aspect of things, and you know as a as a believer, you know what to do you know as a christian um as far in the spiritual aspect, as far as you know just the the prayer and the word, because those are the things that 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 will keep you
4: and um, do you know do 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 we really know that, or do we just recite that because a lot of uh like I told you I tell christian singles and and the most frustrating thing was. You know, they were strong and firm in the faith right. when they didn't have anybody. But soon, I'm telling you, Jesse, after oh, I that agree. second date. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that was M.I.A.
5: Yep. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, the thing is, is if two people want to have sex, they're going to have sex. I don't care how much word you know or whatever. Just be real. Jesse.
1: <laughs>
5: I don't care how spiritual you are. Um, if two people want to have sex, they're gonna have sex period period and, but so you know, but as far as answering the question, um, I'm just saying these are the things that I would okay if you're if you're not a Christian, I guess you're gonna have sex anyway, <laughs> so, cause you have no conscience about it, you don't care, yeah. you're not a Christian, but if you are a believer, I'm just saying like these are some things you have to stay on you know i I've been thinking you know getting involved. You know, within your, um, you know, local church, you know, if you're teaching a class, youth leader, whatever, you know. But another important thing, you know, beyond that spiritual part is just to have someone, whether it's, you call it your prayer partner, your inner circle, just somebody that you can discuss, you know, when you're having these issues, even when you make mistakes, whatever. Because doing it, being alone in these situations mm. is even worse. Oh, you got to yeah. have somebody, somebody strong, someone that maybe been there, done that, whatever, and to be there to talk to you, to be there to pray with you, to be there to, you know, help keep you accountable. But, like I said, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, it's really up to that person and, um, you know, and their will and just really wanting it and really wanting to, to pursue, you know, that purity. And, and and again, you know, I got to say, you know, if, if two people get in a situation where they do fall, you know, it is so important to get back up. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people, they give, they give in, they messed up, and it's like, well, we even went this far. Might as well just forget it. You know, mm-hmm. no, don't do that. Don't give, you know, the enemy a chance to d- destroy and put you in a situation that you'll regret and different things like that. You know, you've you got to get back, get, up, get in line, and move
1: forward.
4: And move forward. Awesome, awesome tips, Jesse. I love your book, and he talks about it in depth. In the book, Against All Odds, Men Pursuing Purity in a Pornographic Society. Now, you talk about uh, pornography, the sexual struggles, Jesse, in this book. But what, is, what are some other struggles that men have to overcome so they can properly position themselves to be that husband or that band of the house, as it's called, for their wife?
5: Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, I, I don't know how much you want to call it a struggle, but I, I guess – when it comes to uh, your finances, I
1: mean,
5: mm-hmm. any male, let's let's just put it out there. I mean, what restaurant are you gonna take someone out without money?
4: Right. <laughs> you
5: know, how you gonna buy um, food
4: even if you cook? <laughs>
5: or whatever, you know. Uh, I mean, when I got my first teaching job, the first thing I did because I knew I wanted to get married,
4: mm-hmm. I got
5: a financial advisor, wow. which they got me uh, hooked up with uh, mutual funds, money market, CD. I got all that stuff prepared and thank God I did it because thinking back to the money that was spent for the wedding and it wasn't like something crazy, crazy, but it was, if I, if I didn't have my finances in order, it it wouldn't have been the, it would have been a little nothing kind of, nothing, nothing special, nothing nothing to brag about kind of situation. Let's feel like that. Mm -hmm. Although that's not the most important part. I'm just saying,
1: Mm -hmm.
5: um, so finances, obviously. And then second of all, um emotionally. Um men before they even think about uh getting married, you know, they have to be ready to commit to someone.
4: Mm. Um, that's, ooh, that's, ooh. Slow that down right there.
5: All right. <laughs> and commit uh, Yeah, I mean that's the deal breaker. And yeah. and the thing, and, and, and the thing about it is every man has a different timetable when they're ready to settle down. Some mm-hmm. maybe in their Early twenties, mid twenties, some late thirties, maybe some in forties, whatever. But everyone has a has a different timetable when they're ready to, you know, throw away the black book, so to speak, and stop playing games. And and Mm -hmm. here's the deal, though: when a man is ready, he is ready. Because oh
4: my goodness, I'm going to scream right (laughs) now. Say
5: it
4: again, Jesse, because I've been saying this for years. Go ahead, say it one more
5: time. When a man is ready, he is Mm -hmm. ready. ready. Just by nature, I mean, men are hunters, and so when we get it settled in our mind, whenever that bell rings on us, we're ready to go, and we're in pursuit mode, pursuit so, mode. So
4: there's nothing, there's no, no sexy lingerie, no no nothing that a woman can do t- to make a man marry them or give can them ultimatum. <laughs> nah, when a
5: man's ready. I mean, yeah. and, and, and the problem is, if a woman is pulling out the lingerie and all that kind of stuff, it's almost like, you know, why buy a right. cow and the milk is free, exactly you know? exactly Did y'all
4: hear that, ladies? This is directly from a male mouth. Yeah. <laughs> when a yeah. man is ready, he's ready. And you talk about too in your wonderful book Against All Odds. Get this book, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse, we're gonna take a brief break because when we get back, we're gonna talk about just what you said. When okay. a man is ready, what are some signs of that to let the woman know, okay, this man is ready So now I can open up Alright, so we're going to okay. take a break We're going to play some music And then we'll be right back We'll talk with Tanya White
3: I recall when we first met A long time ago How could I The way I felt when I first set eyes on you I remember saying to my friend There is my future wife and then I took the step to meet someone who would change my life It had to be my day
4: droll Love birth i was made to love you we're talking about lord i'm ready to be a wife lord i'm ready to be a husband we have the awesome jesse duckworth on the line he is giving the male perspective about men being prepared for marriage and if you missed any part of the first part of this conversation i highly suggest that you listen to the archives we're gonna get right back into uh the discussion uh we ended with a great uh, aha! Revelation, Jesse said. When men when a man is ready to get married, he is ready and he's going to pursue you. Hey, Jesse. Yes. Oh, this conversation is so awesome, man. It is. <laughs> I love give, it. Give out your website information once again for people who need to go get your book ASAP.
5: Well, you can go to my website, Jesse J E S S E Duckworth D U C K W O R T H Jesse Duckworth dot com. Um, you can also get the book um, anywhere online where books are sold, whether it's Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, or just call one eight hundred authors.
4: One eight hundred authors. Hey Jesse, we're talking. We want to talk about marriage now. You oh, said right. You just ended the first part of the conversation. And said when a man is ready to get married, he's ready to get married. Right. That's what you said. I may be paraphrasing it. So, yep. what are some signs? that men give off when they're ready, that, okay, they're interested, they want to pursue you, they want to make a commitment, and that you, that they are ready for marriage?
5: Well, I would say, uh, first of all, again, I can't help but saying, the finances have to be in order, (laughs) from from our perspective, I mean, we, we know that, you know, we want to be in a position where, you know, we can take care of our wife, and so, um, Felicia should be thinking mm-hmm.
4: that. As a so that can't be relying on Mama. <laughs>
5: no, no, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't think women are attracted to the stay-at-home brothers or whatever. So sorry <laughs> if you listen. But no. they
4: settle for it, even though they're not attracted to them. They settle for that lots of times.
5: Yeah, unfortunately. The um, another on
4: conversation. On
5: the yeah, it is. So financially, and then of course, um, I got to also go back to the, you know, the ready to commit thing, and then, um, you know, a husband. Or man is ready to be a husband. You know, he has, he just has to, in his heart, just be in a position where he's not unselfish. And then, above all things, which I've I've learned as I've you know been been married, is that uh, you gotta be ready to compromise.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And you know, a lot of men deal with you know, let's say for for instance, you know, they've all they're single, they're always going out with the fellas, and then all of a sudden they get married, and maybe there are times where the fellas say, hey. You know, we want to go such, such, whatever. And then if you say, no, uh, m- me and my wife, she she wants me to do such, such, whatever, then they're looked at as wimps or whatever. And someone told me before, you can have a happy marriage or just a marriage.
1: Mm-hmm. And so if you want a
5: happy marriage, you better be ready to compromise. That means, you know, sometimes you're going to have to give up some things in order to make sure that the marriage is happy. And i got to say, you're not a wimp for uh, I'll use the word submitting, and because exactly. uh, it goes both ways. Exactly. And, and you'll hear that even in the conversation from the from a man. And I would even uh, put it out there for the women, you know, even while they're dating, to they even kind of test the grounds, you know, just to see where he's at when it comes to, uh, you know, compromising. You know, maybe he something's going on with the guys, and I don't want necessarily to mess the whole thing up with his friends. But at the same time, once you get married, you're getting married to their friends. It's it's mm-hmm. you and her. So um, that's that's one of the main things I would say as far as um, when a man is ready.
4: Now, isn't that why it's so important to get premarital counseling so you can work through those issues? Issues Because I think those are, you know, especially when you've been single for a long time, those are issues you have to work through to break down those barriers. And a lot of people are not getting the counseling that they need, especially African Americans because we run for counseling for some unknown <laughs> reason. But don't you think it's important?
5: Yes, I think that marriage counseling really helped uh, me and my wife out. Um, we had counseling um, uh, going up until our um, our, we- our wedding, and mm-hmm. um, I just got so much great advice. And, you know, we talked about a lot of things that a lot of people just don't talk about, and it was to the point where, you know what, even the one thing that, uh, that was said by our counselor was like, you know what, even if it hurts their feelings, these are these, such and such things should be talked about
1: mm-hmm.
5: um, before you get married. Basically, you're just letting it all out, putting it all on the table. If there's some things you don't like about that person or just mm-hmm. whatever, that's the time before you get married. Because a lot of times, again, we're talking about that disillusionment phase
1: mm-hmm. of the
5: relationship. And maybe one person, maybe there are some things that they just don't say anything because they just want to keep everything happy. And then... When those things evolve again after, you know, a year or so of marriage, now they're talking about, well, I don't want to be with you anymore. So mm-hmm. your yeah, counseling is just, I, I if, recommend, yeah. yeah.
4: It goes back to a lot of people want the wedding but not work on the marriage because I'm not going to say anything because I want this wedding. I want to be in this white dress, this tuxedo, and get all these fabulous gifts. Uh, And then after we get married, oh, he's going to change. She's going to do what I tell him to do. She's going to do what I tell him to do. And so if (laughs) if you don't work through that, you're going to have a happily unhappy marriage. If you just joined us, we're talking to Jesse Duckworth. uh, Call 347-215-6446. And let's talk about, I love your love story that you shared, and thank you. A Christian saved man looking for a Christian saved woman. Can you give us a brief scenario, because we want people to buy this book against Uh our odds. Uh, How you met your wife, and you knew that she was your wife.
5: Well, we both um, worked in the school system, and uh, every year they have like a uh, like a teacher's appreciation uh, get-together
4: party. Oh, I whatever. need to move to Ohio.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, and it was actually only supposed to be for teachers, and at the time I was an administrator,
3: mm-hmm. and
5: somebody I knew uh, was working the door. So I kind of, you know, stuck my way in there. And actually it was kind of funny because, I was at that stage, you know, while I was singing, I was like, because a friend invited me and I was like, well, I'm, I'm not probably wasting my time. There'll be people I don't even, you know, I'm, I'm not going to meet anybody there or anything like that. And I remember I was at the light
0: mm-hmm.
5: and all of a sudden I just turned because I was on my way home and I, and I went there and, uh, you know, I saw her and, uh, obviously she caught my attention because she's beautiful
1: mm-hmm. and,
5: um, I I saw her talking to somebody I knew, and um, I asked some questions. And I said, "Hey, look, you know, is she dating anybody? Um, Is she saved? You know?" And the one important (laughs) question. Yeah, and one thing she said, she says, "Yes, we go to same church, and she's one of the praise dancers now." I was like, "Okay, now we're getting somewhere." Mm. And so I waited most of the night, and um, it was funny because I always prayed that the Lord would put my wife in my pathway. Let our pathways connect, and uh, I I saw where the table she was sitting at, and she had to she went to get something to drink or whatever, and I put myself in the same pathway that she was walking down purposely because she wasn't just gonna pass me by. I was like in the way. I was gonna make sure. Pursuit.
3: what i not I talking? Pursuit.
5: <laughs> exactly, and uh, it was funny because you know we were talking, everything was going well, and then she was like. Well, if you would have met me, like, six months prior, you know, I'm I'm actually with someone, and I felt really stupid,
1: mm-hmm. and
5: so um, I was like, well, struck out on that one, but then some odd months later, um, we had a mutual friend um, that actually told me that, you know, things didn't work out, and she was single. And then I really went on pursuit mode.
4: See, you said, you I'm not going to let her get away this time.
5: No. I didn't waste any time. I knew where she worked at. She, we laugh about it now because she said I was stalking her. I was like, no, okay. No, you
4: was in pursuit. Can I, read, can I read what you wrote? Because I think this is so awesome. Go ahead. In your book, you said, I immediately saw the most beautiful woman talking to several people as if she was the life uh, of the party. So she was in her own zone, basically. Yeah. And a lot of women think they have to change and into something to make and grab the attention of a man. That's what I liked about this. I love and, and, your wife already, first of all. <laughs> can you tell Angie Tanya why you love yeah, her? Yeah, can I
5: say this? Um, remember when I when I said as far as men being hunters, you know, one thing I would like to say out there for the for the women that are listening is that, you know, when, when a, you know, just say a guy's hunting deer or whatever, you know, the deer just doesn't sit there still so that, you know, the, the hunter can shoot the deer. The deer is usually running and stuff, and mm. so at the same time, you know, women shouldn't make themselves so available, available, so to speak. You know, if it if it's if it's an easy thing, which nowadays, you know, working in the school, it's like the guys don't even have to work for it, now it's like the girls are just basically running to the guys. But you know, the, the chase is okay, and it actually puts the woman in the control position, so to speak. You know, and when women just give themselves up easily, you know, it just, that's why a lot of them are frustrated, like, why won't he, you know, ask to marry me or why won't he, it's like everything was just, it was so easy. And guys love, we we, we act like we don't like it, but we do love the chase. And that's what really gets us in that pursuit thing. It's like, I got to have her. She's not making this easy for me (laughs) at all.
4: Million dollar information, Jesse. (laughs) When we when we get some million-dollar sponsors, we're going to give you a commission.
5: Well, thank you. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to that.
4: Yes. So go ahead and pray that. I love I love your story. You need to get Against All Odds um, uh, by Jesse Duckworth to get more of that story. Um, Cheryl, do you have any questions before we wrap up? This time has flown by, Jesse. I uh, know. So and actually, we've been given
0: some awesome information, I mean, really, for women to take
4: heed to. This show could, oof. Just him alone could go on to the end of the show. But I wanted to know um, if you can give us three tips or give the Christian couples who may be listening or want to get married as to how they can avoid the sex trap. Because, you know, we are human. Sure. <laughs> that temptation does arise.
5: Absolutely. And, and the thing about it is temptation and lust are things that will, until, You know, we're six feet deep. We'll we'll never stop dealing with it. The question is, what do we do about it?
1: You Mm -hmm. know, it's just
5: like when the Bible says, you know, be angry but do not sin. You know, lust but don't fulfill that. You know, it's the same thing. It's going to come. But, um, you know, ultimately, you know, um, your commitment commitment to God is always first. You know, one thing I talk about in my book is is the fear of God. And what I said Mm -hmm. with the fear of God means that, uh, you have that reverence or or obedience to him, even when it's not easy. You know, um, you can put a bunch of rules out there. Like I said before, if two people want to have sex, they're going to have it. Mm-hmm. And It's like you can talk, you know, well, I don't care, if, uh, pray, whatever, and you'll still do it if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is is that uh, having that that reverence, even when those rules and you're not even thinking about those things you should do to not get in those traps, ultimately um having that inside of you. And uh, the mm-hmm. Bible actually talks about um, he, he he will put his fear uh, inside of you. And that's that thing that, you know, it'll make you um, be obedient. And then the thing, that I, another thing I talked about in the book that was probably the ultimate thing that um, helped us is the power of agreement.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
5: This is a, a commitment to each other that you have, you know, uh, because both individuals, you know, may serve God and have reverence for him, but you, you commit to agree to avoid those traps, whatnot. Um, it was one of those things where, you know what, if if one of us was lustful at the time, whatever, the other one had to step up and we talked about it because you know what? You know, I would like to say that my story was perfect, you know, but it but it wasn't. I mean there were mm-hmm. times where, you know, there was probably too much hugging and touching and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It shouldn't have happened, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like the the torment of knowing that you did the wrong thing. Mm
1: -hmm. And just
5: to deal with that over and over and over and over again would just just tear you apart. And I wanted to, because I was writing this book, you know, through the whole engagement, before the engagement, you know, while I was single. And while I'm writing this, you know, I didn't want my testimony to be like I failed, you know, whatnot. And maybe everybody should write their own book just to keep them in place, whatever you're dealing with, whether Mm -hmm. it's drugs or whatever. Write your own book just to keep you, Honest on this thing, but it was agreement, you know. And so we had to, we came up with, with you know what? We're not gonna go any further anymore, um, doing the things that we know we shouldn't do. And so, based upon that, and based upon, you know, we want to do this thing right. Um, you know, we, we we came through. We, we made we may have came out with a couple band aids and stuff like that, but you know what? we we, we came out okay. And so I, I write about that uh, in the
4: book. It's phenomenal book, Jesse. You have been so phenomenal. I just keep saying that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to we have to we're gonna have to create another show for you to come back and kick the real deal, especially for the Christian men yeah. uh, and Christian women. Because I keep saying this, I talk single, and I learned a lot from that. That helped me to uh, just have healthy relationships and stay. Uh, commit Committed to God And uh, you don't hear a lot of what you're talking about In churches today When it pertains to dating And maintaining your uh, your Purity uh, Because you you said something so awesome You have to be in agreement And that goes back to the scripture You have to be equally yoked If you're dating someone who is not saved Who doesn't have a commitment level with the Lord When those temptations arise They're not going to tell you uh, Okay <laughs> Stay, let's, let's stay committed to God
5: Yeah, especially if you're a female Because, you know, men are aggressors And, you know, I've, I've seen so many people Especially, you know, in high school I mean, really nice uh, young ladies And, um, you know, now they're, you know, walking around pregnant And
3: yes. the guys that they
5: were dealing with were like thugs And just, it was just a mess, you know mm-hmm. And so um, I guess it was kind of a unique situation with me and my wife Because, you know I'm the one that was, for the most part, setting up the parameters, you know, although it was not easy for me. You were me.
4: banding the house together, husband.
5: That's what exactly. you was doing. Exactly. So for the woman, you know, like I said, that's where the whole hunt-chase thing, you know, comes in handy. You know, I mean, it should really be in that situation where women say, hey, look, you know, there's no ring coming on my finger um, until, you know, such, 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 and, and there's advantages after the ring. But beforehand, you know, forget it and just not making yourself or putting yourself in a position where it's an easy thing, you know, to have sex and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, know.
4: Awesome. You you go to a very wonderful church, I can see. Because yes, you're yeah, taking so. knowledge that many churches are not giving to their parishioners. Jesse, it's time to go in the oh. cry. We're gonna have you back. All right. We're working on a show right now, like a black male, men black woman reveal type of thing. And you have to come back to kick this awesome knowledge that is in Against All Odds. Give them your contact information and any upcoming speaking events uh, that you have.
5: Well, um, you can go to my website, jessieduckworth.com. Uh, click on Contact Jesse if you want to send me a message, uh, if you want me to uh, come speak at your uh, youth event or singles event whatnot. I have a MySpace page I have a Facebook page um, Up and coming events um, Actually this Saturday I'm doing another uh, talk radio show called Christian Water Cooler Which be this Saturday At 11 a.m. Uh, it's actually Pacific time Because it's in California um, And then uh, something that just came up Is there's a new uh, Christian magazine For um for Christian men. Uh, actually, there's some stuff in there for women called um, Brother Brother Online. It's B-R-O-T-H-A, brother, brotheronline.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a new magazine coming out for, for the uh, teens, actually, called Young Brother Online Magazine. And I was asked to be a columnist uh, for that magazine. And so right now I'm working on a story in preparation for the return of the up-and-coming school year. It'll be out in August. And other than that, I will be going to uh, Montego Bay on my vacation with my wife in July. All right. At the end, so anytime before that. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Excited.
4: Excited. You you have been phenomenal, Uh, Jesse Duckworth. I've learned a lot. I've taken notes, and uh, you can win Jesse's book. Uh, three lucky listeners, and we're going to tell you how at the end of the show. We're going to make you work for it this time, because he's giving million-dollar information uh, tonight. Jesse, awesome, man. We will follow up with you later tonight. Thank you once again for being on Real Talk with Tanya White.
5: Thank you so much, Tanya.
4: All right. Tell your wife hello and enjoy her summer also. Will do. Okay, bye-bye. All right. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, we just ended up a phenomenal conversation, Sherlyn. That was phenomenal. Yes, it was. Excellent information. With uh, Jesse Duckworth. What can you remember from uh, just nuggets of wisdom? Real quick before we bring Christine Timmelton on. Everybody's excited to have Christine on. Nuggets it's a wisdom he gave so many. I know it. But what I do enjoy about that, and like I said, it can go into a whole nother show, was simply that he said when he was single, um, he started getting his house in order. Yes. Financially, he started working on himself. And a lot of times I believe that we, as so-called Christians, we have that sin of desperation to where mm-hmm. we feel that our husband or our wife It's going to be like an engine, engine number nine and just rescue us from our mess and (laughs) make us so happy and blissful. So I was so thrilled to hear him as a brother say that, you know, he had to get his house in order so it would be a match. He wouldn't be a burden to her. Yes, yes. I love he said uh, men got to be committed. And when a man is ready to marry, there's nothing you can do because when he's ready, he's ready. And so many women try to give me an ultimatum, which I hate, uh, try to seduce them, try to coerce them. And But I've always said, when he's ready, he's going to be ready. That was million-dollar information, ladies. Our lines are blowing up. Uh, we're going to get prepared to have Miss Christine Pimbleton, the author of The Lord. I am ready to be a wife. And like I said, Charlene, uh, I love this book because it's so pretty. I'm a dainty type I of just woman. Title. Lord, <laughs> I know it. I said, Lord, I'm ready, ready to, be, to a wife. be a wife. <laughs> but you know what? Before you can be a wife, like just said, you gotta get your things in order mm-hmm. and uh, stop those relationship reruns. So we're gonna have a special deal for you tonight too, to get my book, Relationship Reruns, uh, and an opportunity to win Christine's book. We're gonna take a break, Shirley, and then we're gonna come back with the, just the phenomenal Christine Pimpleton. We'll be back in a moment. All oh right. To be a husband, we just finished our first part with Jesse Duckworth. He, ladies and gentlemen, he gave some phenomenal, phenomenal tips from the male perspective. You need to rewind and listen to the archives, or visit his site at jessieduckworth.com. We're going to give away uh, a few of his books, but we're going to make you work for that. Along with Christine's book tonight, we're going to have a question posted on tanyawhite.com, the homepage, and Tanya is T-A-N. Y a white is in the color dot com an hour after the show ends uh, for this great relationship information. Now I'm excited to have a co-host tonight, Miss Sherilyn Vaughn. Hey, Sherilyn. Hey, Tanya. Girl, our lines are, I mean, this is, they're going blow us out the water. People are <laughs> getting knocked out the It's a lot of people ready to be a husband and <laughs> Lord, I'm ready to be a wife. Lord, I'm ready to be a husband. But we have Christine Pimbleton on the line, the author of the awesome book, Lord, I'm Ready to Be a Wife, helping you go from single to married, God's way. Uh, this book is a pocketbook full of powerful, uh, profound information for single ladies, married ladies, Christian and non-Christian. So we're excited to have Christine on the line. She was on one of our first shows, and so we're glad to have her back, and she's going to tell us who she is in her own um, words. But welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White once again. Miss Christine, how are you? I'm wonderful, Tanya and Cheryl, and thank you for inviting me on the show and having me on. I'm very excited to be on tonight. Listen, your book has sparked. People getting kicked out the chat because they can't get in. Our lines are full. Facebook RSVPs are ridiculous. Girl, this is going to be a million-dollar seller. I can just feel it. It's just too many. Can I say that this cover is so pretty? Thank you very much. I do that all the time. Yeah, well, we designed this today. it so that it would be something cute and something that you, if you pull it out of your purse, uh, you would be embarrassed to pull it out, you know. So I'm glad that you like it. It's so pretty, and I even love the pretty fonts inside. I'm just, a, I'm a girly girl, Christine. And so I was like, oh, this is so pretty. And I got to reading, and, and not only is it pretty, but profound. So what prompted you to write this book, Christine? Well, I promised myself when I was um, single and I met my future husband that I would never forget what it was to be single and and wanting to be married and praying and asking God, Where is my husband? Uh, you know, what's going on? Why is it taking so long? I'm a good girl and I'm doing all you telling me to do and why is it that this is not happening? And so I wrote the book for the single ladies because I, I feel that, you know, we don't talk about marriage, we don't talk about being a wife so you already have a man, so you're already engaged and married do we even begin to discuss, you know, what your role really is and Um, the job that you have to do or even you know what a man really needs to have to even be uh, to be taking up your time you know what I mean we only evaluate the men after they've already been in a relationship for six months and then you bring them into the family and then now you have to hear all this stuff so I really wanted to put the information out there and kind of break this divide between married and single women I don't know why that exists but I don't I don't mm. think it's benefiting us, you know, to stay to stay separate. We need to come together and really talk. I think if the married women were here, the single women, they would stop complaining so much about their marriage. And I think if the, if if can, the single women could get married. Slow, girl, you you kicking some knowledge. <laughs> you made me stand up already. You want to, to slow it down. Because you're kicking some knowledge. It's so true. Why can't. Yeah. I probably said it best. Why can't we just all get along? Man, I don't know. Okay, let me return back and get my composure. Go ahead. So we need to, and single women, we we need to hear from from the married women, so that we can make sure that when God presents us to a king, or He presents us to a Boaz, or a Jacob, or all these men in the Bible, that we're not we're not um, pushing them away because we don't recognize the good qualities. I was talking to my photographer took my photos and he had broken up with his girlfriend because he was working too much. I said, that girl was talking to the wrong people because yeah. a man that works is a good thing. That's not something that you let someone else have. And so I think if she was talking to a marriage-minded woman, she would have got that good advice. I so that's a good man. And maybe you could say, I want to see a little bit more, but don't talk about of working. That's a good thing if he's working a lot. Yes. I'm telling you. Now, let's go right to that because, you see, talking to the wrong people, and I must admit, Christine, I read one part about Mary. Uh, if you're trying to get married, don't talk to single people, and I and I had to read more. I was like, oh, that's not true. But I had to read more, and I'm telling you, I said, I said no, me being a singles teacher and teaching, uh, you know. But you said right. something right, right there. You have to be marriage minded, and not only marriage minded. I would go on to say happily marriage minded, because a lot of people are getting married, like you said, Shirley, out of desperation, right. or so I can have sex legally, or I can have right. help me pay these bills and take care of these kids. Uh, you know all that. But when you're talking to the right person, married, single who knows the purpose of marriage. Maybe we should start right. there. Who knows the purpose of marriage, who encourages healthy relationships with all, because I'm a firm believer, if you don't have healthy friendships, healthy family relationships, when you get married, what are you going to have? You're going to have an unhealthy marriage, because marriage right. is about relating to people. So let's start there. Let's, can you tell us the purpose of marriage, What you talk about in this pretty profound book, as I'm calling it, Lord, I'm Ready to Be a Wife? The purpose of marriage is to enhance the lives of those two people as they're coming together. And when you are a wife, what you're bringing into the marriage is something that without you that man would not have, your oh gifts, God. your talents, your abilities that are intrinsic to you. We're not talking about your cooking, your cleaning, your washing the clothes because those things can change. You understand? I me? Mean, we mm-hmm. might be one day where we all take our clothes to the dry cleaners. Does that mean people don't get married anymore? No, it doesn't. There, is, there are gifts and talents and abilities that women have, and we're bringing that to our marriage to enhance the life of our future husband. And our their his gifts, his talents, his abilities are there to enhance my life as a woman that I would not have without him. And I think that's, we don't talk about that enough when we're talking about marriage, that there is a purpose while we're together. I'm fulfilling something in my husband's life, and he is fulfilling something. He's bringing an attribute that without him I would not have. He's, he's strong in the areas that I'm weak. And I'm strong in the areas that he's weak. And because when we come together and, we, you know, we're dating and we're, we're figuring it out and, you know, because I was just so impressed with my husband, he really is good with talking with people in a way that is not offensive but is straight to the point. I am not a tactful person in any stretch of the imagination. That's one of my weaknesses. I will really get to the point a lot faster than I probably should. But being with him, I'm able to watch and just, I'm, I'm amazed every time he, he handles a situation because after he handles it, it's handled. You understand? And okay. he hasn't lost his temper. He hasn't yelled, screamed, cussed, nothing. He's just, its just he's just good at that. And so I, I'm able to be able to be on the radio, talking with Tanya, and, you know, have some composure because he's been in my life. And he okay. has things, I'm not going to talk about that because, you know, I wouldn't let him talk about right. the things that he has with with me. But I'm just saying that's why we get married. Because, and that's a job. It's work. You know, I was I was saying to myself, I said, it's really funny because when we meet a man, we're thinking, okay, he's not really good at this. He, you know, not saying he's irresponsible, immature. He's just not good at it. So I'll teach him how to do that, and then he can keep doing it, you know, after See, I teach wrong. him.
3: That's wrong. You
4: understand? But... <laughs> Really, why he married you, why he got with you yeah. is because he needs that thing yeah. that you do well that he doesn't do, and you'll be probably doing that for the rest of your marriage. People yeah. don't really get that. They say, I'll teach him how to do his taxes, or I'll yeah. teach him how to handle his finances, or I'll teach you know, all the things that I, we, we have do mastered as single people, you know, I'll teach him how to do that, and then, you know, he'll be able to take it on. No, you that's why you're there, you know. Woo. and that's let why people read, get married let me read a little bit from my pretty profound book Lord I'm Ready to Be a Wife uh, and this is on page 6 you said marriage requires discipline patience, forgiveness and maturity uh, and a lot of people do not have uh, the last one which I want to focus on the maturity factor you said your husband adds to your life uh, and to yeah. so many things but I strongly believe even though you didn't have that you had to be a tr- mature enough to know that you did not have it, and he needed to help you with that. You right, right. Oh, I totally agree. Because if you're not mature enough, and I'm sorry, my 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 newborn is fucking right now, so you might hear her in the background. She just but agreeing. Not, she just agreeing. Uh-huh. If you're not mature enough to be able to admit that you can, you need someone, and, and there's something that you're not good at, then you're not you're not going to be mature enough to really appreciate the man that God will bring to you as a husband in your life. Sherlyn, yes. uh, do you have uh, any questions for Christine? Oh, girl, I got so many, but I don't have time to ask them all. But <laughs> anywho, because I really think it, this is the time that we really need to hear this um, and that we really need to prepare ourselves. And, and as she was saying, we don't go in to teach or change. We go in to be in a, a help me, as the Bible says. But can you tell me, Christine, what okay. your definition of a wife is? My definition of a wife is a woman that uh, is a lifelong companion to a man. And I say that specifically because of all the different things we're going through with marriage and the definition of marriage, and I make sure I say that because I am a a profound believer that a man and a woman come together. is a fantastic thing. Um, and, And so that's who she is. She's a nurturer. She's a giver. She's whoever she is as a woman, but she's adding that, like I said, in her marriage, she's bringing that to the marriage, and then she takes on the role of being that that attribute, that quality in her in her husband's life. I don't I don't think you can really define a wife by what she does. I think you can define a wife by um, what she's good at. And the Bible says in Proverbs thirty one that the, the 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 virtuous woman she was a woman that cared for her home, she cared for her the the health of her family, her children, and she was. Resourceful, She was all these different qualities, these attributes. And then because she cared about her children, she took care of the clothes. Because she cared about uh, her family, she would go out and and purchase a vineyard and and start a business. You know, because she was those things, uh, those qualities, then she would work them out by taking on those responsibilities. And I think, you know, we focus so much on, you know, wives cook and they clean and we don't focus on the purpose so that you you know you understand it's a joy you know what I mean when I when I cook for my family it's because I want them to eat right and I know if I don't cook they're not they're going to eat fast food and get fat and get sick and everything else and because I care about them you know I'll I'll take on the, the responsibility and the task to make sure that they they're eating well now if I can if I can go to the, to the local supermarket and pick up a meal that's equally as uh, nutritious I will buy it and cook it and bring it home I'm not going to just cook because you know I'm a wife, so I need to cook. And if I don't cook, I'm not a wife. But I'm doing it because I care about them, because I love them, and that's the way I show them that I love them. Um, so, you know, it's really it's really hard to define a wife in terms of what she does because every woman is different. Every woman has a different strength um, that they're bringing or a different uh, collection of strengths that they bring. So it's hard to kind of say that a woman, uh, a wife does X, Y, Z, but it's about the love and the care that you're bringing, you're committed to your marriage, you're committed to your husband, you're a queen in your husband's kingdom, which means that you respect uh, what God has given him or assigned him to do and to be in his life, and you're willing to come and help him fulfill that destiny in his life. Um, and then after that, it, it really goes into who you are. And, and once you uh, take, take on the task, when you're single, to say, okay, God, show me who I am. Mm-hmm. Show me the woman that I am so that I know the things that I really am good at, I I know I can do that. You know what I mean? I know. I when I look at my husband, and he needed encouragement to to uh, lose one hundred and fifty five pounds, I said I know I could do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I know I could do that job. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And I was excited, and I didn't feel that it was a task because I said, you know, I I really can do that. I'm really good at encouraging, motivating, and you know, being there, and sticking with you, and and challenging you when you want to, you know, go back. You know what I'm saying? Right. But because I I had a lot got to. To walk with me and really expose to me who I was, how beautiful I was, even though I was more, had more weight on me than I really wanted, you know, being able to really expose to me. You're a beautiful woman and, uh, you know, you're you're a spiritual woman. And so um, that is something that, you know, your husband's going to adore about you, Those, those things. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Christine Pimbleton, author of Lord. I'm ready to be a wife. If you have any questions or comments, we're going to take them in just a few moments. Uh, call 347-215-6446, and uh, three lucky winners will have a, uh opportunity to win this book. Now, Christine, I do want you to talk about, because uh, in your book you talk about the how you had to have a marriage mindset, and God yeah. blessed you with the mentor and you knew that you had to change certain things in your life. How can people, single, who are happily Mm -hmm. and pursuing wholeness in God and positioning themselves for marriage, how can they uh, develop a marriage mindset uh, as you talk about in that? Sure. First you need to buy the book. (laughs)
0: Let's
4: say that again. Buy the book. And and give us your contact information. You have the great is, sales pro, uh sales uh strategies too girl go ahead now, the book is available on ready Amazon.com. wife dot com amazon dot com The book is available and when you place the order on there, they'll send it out um but it was it, it sold out faster than we thought it would, so we're trying to make sure the warehouse gets all the things they need. but if you go on ready wife dot com you'll be able to place your order. The books go out in twenty four hours but really, I say that because you really if you want to develop a marriage mindset. You need to be around and talking with and listening to people that are happily married, first of all. And second of all, also, you know, because it's not that not so much that when you're single you can't have a marriage mindset, but you need to talk with people that really have a foundational understanding of what it takes to be married. Um, in the, in now, the, in let me let me let me start right there because you know yeah. like I said I had a little problem with one what you wrote but I want people to understand what you said you can be single and still have a marriage mindset just because you're single and God has not blessed you with and Christine writes this in her book The Pretty and Profound Lord I'm Ready to Be a Wife about that and so oftentimes Christine I think we've gotten mixed up because uh, we we hang around people who are hurt we hang around people who are negative or have uh, negative models about marriage so they develop these crazy antics and philosophies about marriage Uh, instead of there are some people out there who uh love the fact want to be married and i love what you talk about in your book that you always wanted to be a wife i know i've always wanted to be a wife my parents were married until my dad died for 27 years and we Mm. always had that family that healthy family uh, environment and I know I want that. I'm already a wife at, in waiting, as you talk about. Right. It, talk about that, uh, and so I want people to understand that you, like you said, you have to talk to people with marriage mindset. So, how can a single person? Let me, let me, let me veer off my little prepared question. How can a single person develop a marriage mindset uh, and have a healthy balance to talking to single and married folk about right. going, and not just any married person? Let me, let me put a pin in there because. Just because you're married, don't mean you're happy either. Yes. So how can people develop that healthy and talk to people with healthy marriage mindsets? Well, and I, I want to it's a good point, and I want to make sure that I explain to you why I said that. You know, um, when you talk to single people, you're going to get uh, different advice. There's three different types of unmarried women that I think yes. exist in our society. There is a single woman, there's the wife and lady, and then there's the married, unmarried woman. And the single woman, as far as my definition, is not just somebody that's unmarried, but she's someone that's actively pursuing a lifestyle that is best suited for someone that's by herself. That, to me, is a definition of a single person. And so that person is, is consumed in their career or they're consumed in their ministry or they're consumed in uh, evangelism, uh, community outreach, whatever it may be, and they're pursuing a lifestyle that is best suited for you to be by yourself because of the time that they're um, investing in that uh, whatever they're pursuing. Um, and then the, the married, unmarried woman is a woman that has taken or assumed the position of a wife to a man she's not married to. And I think a lot of women we fall into that. I know let's I have let's slow that down, into that. Christine, because I read that and I circled, highlighted that and started that. Because <laughs> <laughs> say that once again, slowly and with your mouth off the phone. We need y'all to hear this profound piece of nugget that you can get in Lord I'm ready to be a wife. Say it again, Christine. The um married unmarried woman is a woman that has assumed the position of a wife. It doesn't necessarily mean you're having sex with him, but it means that you have assumed the care and the concern of his life without having the marital commitment. And, I, and I, I've done that. I've done that with men I have not slept with. Mm-hmm. But I was committed to them. I've committed to their goals, their dreams, their health, everything, to the point that, you know, we people thought we were a couple and they were disappointed when he introduced me to his girlfriend. And I'm saying, well, you know, what about yes. us? Well, we're just friends. Exactly. How did I get in the friend character category? And but I'm, you know, I'm that. doing a never, never gave me that commitment. And so I realized I was trying to prove that I was, you know, marriage material by doing all those things. And I never really needed to do that. I needed to make sure we were in the in the courtship lane before I decided yes. that I needed to even begin that. And then make sure that I wasn't. I, I'm only a wife to my husband. How do I know this is my husband? Do I ask God if that's my husband? I will know my husband when we say I do. It's, Until then, woo, yeah. I don't know if that's my husband or not. I up, Christine. That's million dollar <laughs> information. That is why you need to go to ReadyToBeAWife.com Wife dot com and get Lord, I'm ready to be a wife. Though that alone, the the unmarried married. And there are so many women, because, Christine, as you know, Sherilyn, as you know, as little girls, we are groomed to have a wedding. Not to be a wife. That's right. We're groomed to have a wedding. And so by any means necessary, especially after age 28, when you Mm. go to the family reunions, what is the first thing people ask you if you're a single woman? Baby, when you get married. Come on. And if you're not a strong woman, if you don't know your purpose, you don't know what the purpose of marriage is, you don't even know what a godly man looks like, you will be scrambling around so the next year you won't feel embarrassed, you won't feel shame or humiliated when every single woman in your family who is not in a happy marriage themselves, but they want to know when you're getting married. And you right. know what, Tanya? Just to interject for, as you just said, I believe although we have that fairy tale, so many of us are in love—not necessarily with marriage, but the ideal of marriage. You said right. earlier the the house and the kids and the and, and and we've been groomed from that. I mean, we used to play with our baby dolls, Barbie and Ken. <laughs> we've yeah. been groomed from childhood that that is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Go ahead, Christine. I'm sorry. I had to, you know, I'm a preacher. I had to get out of me real quick. Go ahead. No, it's good. It's good. And I I enjoyed Jesse on earlier because he was saying the same things that we're saying. Mm -hmm. Because I I love what he said. He said when a man is ready to um, get married, he's ready. You don't have to do anything. My husband and I went on our first date. We had a wonderful first date. Um, And then the next day we went to the supermarket he went with me to, to the supermarket, which I thought was just crazy. Like, no man ever did that before. Right. And uh, we were in the car. He said, I felt that, I feel like I have met my wife. Yes. Now, we had only been out on one date. We had only been out one time. He had never seen my house, so he didn't know if I was a good cleaner. Right. He never tasted any of my food, so he didn't know I was a good cook. He didn't know any of those things about me. But he felt that we had a, such a strong connection. that He had met a woman that he would want to marry four days later, I met his mother. He gave me a diamond necklace. Mm -hmm. He just acted like this is my wife, and I need to go about doing what I need to do to make sure she never leaves my side. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, there's no reason for us to feel like I need to um, prove that I'm marriage material or I need to just – we just give so much away. Because women, we are awesome. And I don't think we really celebrate how awesome we really are enough. Right. But we're just awesome. We're able to do things – able to give birth to children. Men couldn't do that. They could never do that. They would not have the patience to be able to learn. I'm sitting here thinking about listening to the different cries of my newborn child to see what she needs because she can't talk to me. Men don't have that kind of patience. They're like, listen, change the diaper, feed her. I don't know why she's crying this. Just right. take her. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> we are awesome because God and God made us that way. He made us to be able to take our time and to pay attention to detail and all the things that we are. And so there's no need for us to try to go out and prove to a man that we're all those things because they they really know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if they don't go about the what they need to do to secure you to pursue you, then it's their loss and they will be crying. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what was so awesome about reading that? Because she shares that in my Pretty and Profound book, Lord, I'm Ready to Be a Wife, of how you and your husband, and he said, I met my wife. Jesse said the exact same thing about when he met his wife. He just knew. And so it goes back to the point where men know, when they know when they're ready to get married, and they know when you're their wife. You don't have to prove anything. And my point is, sisters, if he's not calling you wife, you cannot make him, and you need to cut your losses and move forward. Hey, Christine, you're, we, I mean, our chat is on fire. Everybody online is on fire, and we have a few questions in the chat room. Uh, let me start with um, Adrena's question. She said, uh, men expect women to be Proverbs 31 uh, women, uh, but what are they going to do to prepare for us? Do you have, like, a, a nugget of wisdom about that question? Um, men men need to be ready to work and they really need to be comfortable in who they are as a man to lead. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to make all the right decisions, make all the right choices, but feel confident enough in their ego and their self-esteem to be able to say, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. When they get married, they might figure out, I don't know what I'm doing, but that's okay. As long as they're willing to say, okay, this is the plan. This is what I've prayed about. This is what we're working towards. Because I talk about the story of Jacob and Rachel. Mm -hmm. When Jacob met Rachel, he was flat broke. He had no money. He had no house. In our day and time, he had no apartment. He had no car. And he had no job. I mean, he really had absolutely nothing. But the thing that made Jacob marriage material was that he went to Rachel's father and said, give me some time, and I will get myself together. And he didn't need anybody to tell him what to do right. He said, "I'll do what I have to do now. seven years okay. is a long time to get some stuff together. Seven years to me is a long time to wait, but he said, That's how much time I need, and if you give me that time, I know i can I can handle my business and so you're looking for the man to be able to, that can handle his business, and he has a plan he's able to pray, he's able to seek the Lord and come away from that communion with God with a vision." Mm-hmm that you and him can then discuss. Any man that does that is a man that a woman will be willing to follow because he's able to at least formulate some kind of plan. Maybe it won't work, but I'd rather fail with you than succeed without you. When -hmm. you met the right man, you're willing to go through those things and we'll learn it together. And we were, let, g- girl, I'm about to throw my phone. When I get excited, I have to throw things in confirmation. And I can't throw the phone because I need to do the interview. But you said he is willing to do what he needs to do. He, okay. Rachel did not, I don't read in the Bible where Rachel said anything to him at all. Uh-uh. He did it on his own. He took the proper because he said, you know what? She's worth it. Ladies, is like those pair of shoes that Coach Purse that you know you can't afford. And you're going to put it in your budget. You're going to work overtime. You're going to do what you got to do to get that. That's how you know when a man is marriage material. As Miss Christine said, Christine, you have million dollar information. My lines are blowing up. We're going to get to you, callers, but I have one more question from Doniella Christine. Okay. She says, how do I continue to stay faithful uh, and patient and waiting on God for my husband when everyone around me is getting married? It has been very discouraging for me. I totally understand, and we can encourage you not to get discouraged, Doniella, but it is discouraging, especially after a certain age. And, you know, Christina, I have to go back to those churchy cliches and that uh, thing where you said uh, we need to come together as single and married folk and help one another out. Uh, how can Don... Yellow, be patient. This is this is what we have to do because sometimes you're waiting longer than others, and uh, believe it or not, they they understand how you feel. It's just that somehow when they get married and they get amnesia, and all of a sudden they forget the pain and, and the loneliness and all the things that you go through when you're really single past your time. And I say that because when you have a purpose to fulfill in your singleness, you don't get lonely. You don't get discouraged. Right. But when that season is over, and, honey, that was after I graduated college, Mm
1: -hmm. I have
4: accomplished everything I need to. I've been on as many trips as I want to take by myself. I have, you know, gone to conferences. I have traveled. I have, you know, all the things they tell you to do. I've done all that. I'm done. I'm ready to get married. When you get to that point, then it's it's important to have this mindset. And I talk about that in Chapter 6 of the book, which is this. Today could be the day. Mm -hmm. It does not matter how many days are behind you it matters that you are constantly in a mindset that today could be the day. That means that yeah. you could literally it is well, is 8:30 8, my time Eastern Standard Time and you could get a phone call after this show is over from somebody that says, "Girl, I met this guy and he, you know, I want to see if y'all can maybe hook up." Oh, let's you start, never said, know, Christine, cuz Christine, we don't do that anymore. We don't make uh create opportunity. I know my parents used to do that all the time. They called yeah. hooking people up. We don't do that anymore. I don't, <laughs> don't know why. Why don't we do that? Because you're right. It could be the day. It could be the day. You And it's a lot of married people. It's a lot of single people who know phenomenal single people that could, if they created those opportunities can come together. It's not. They might not get married. But just creating those opportunities for people to come together and meet people, right. uh, we, we have gotten away from that. My parents used to do that all the time. That's where I grew up yeah. on, and, and um, but yeah, today could be. I'm sorry to interject, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, and you know what? If you're around sisters, that will hate on you, and they'll meet a guy and they won't introduce you. Find new friends, because <laughs> I guarantee you, there's some people out there that are marriage minded, and they know that if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be a supporter of marriage, I need to be in a community of people that are thinking that way. And marriage minded people celebrate two people coming together because it's really wow. a magical thing. So you mm-hmm. want to be around people that are going to, instead of saying, you know, there ain't nothing out here for single people and I'm tired of going to stuff, you need to be around people that are saying, we are going to believe God. He's going to direct us to the right people because people are getting hooked up. Mm-hmm. If you want, if you do not believe me, you go to Davis Bridal on a Wednesday evening and that place is packed because people get married every day. So yeah. anytime the enemy tells you it doesn't happen, it happens every day. You just have to be in the, in the, with the right with the mind so that you are dealing with your situations, your friends, your family, if they're talking negative, I love y'all. I'll be man, back I when I find my man i can't I don't got time to be messing around with you right now exactly. because I'm pursuing my life's purpose, and if that life's purpose includes being a wife, I'm going to make my make sure I'm in the best position, and I'm around people that are going to celebrate me and support me
3: exactly that
4: are not going to tell me try to talk me out of it or tell me to go on another cruise or get another degree. I don't want to hear that foolishness. Tell me. Mm-hmm. that I won't be around people that are going to celebrate me when I do meet somebody and not going to try to talk me out of being with him and tell me all his faults Cause we do that. But you we know, do that. when, when people do that, I, I'm a firm believer. They only do that because you have given them permission to do that by what you tell them. Cause if right. you down somebody, if you down your uh, companion uh, and, t- and talk about all their faults all the time, talk about how disgusted you are, talk about uh, how how unhappy you are. You have given people permission to not see the joy in your union. Why? Because you have no joy in your union. So right. when people do that, you need to uh, if if you don't like people doing that, first of all, you probably need to reposition and rethink what you've done to allow them to do that. Because people are not going to do what those things unless you've allowed them to do that. Uh, right. And so a lot of people we we you know goes back to their old mindset because we don't celebrate marriage anymore. Uh, you know, they not doing this, they not doing that. He ain't doing this, she ain't doing that. Well, maybe first of all, are you with the right person? <laughs> Let's go back there, cause if you're not, you need to cut your losses and move forward. Uh, but yeah, when when you when you with the right people and the marriage, uh, people who are uh have a mindset to marry, then I, I know people will come together. Hey, Christine, um, uh, did you go over the last uh? category of a woman we talked uh, we didn't talk about the wife in waiting yet wife in waiting go ahead and talk about that before we take a call from uh one of our callers go ahead and talk about that sure wife in waiting is a woman who has the mindset of being a wife and is waiting until marriage to be that woman she knows she can handle it she knows she can rise to the occasion she knows she can be a companion to a man because men are weird, and I just we just need to admit that as women, men are weird. We're never going to really get them in our minds and our hearts, but we just accept that they're different. And so she's saying, I understand men are weird, and but he's he's good the way he is, and I'm going to wait until we are, you know, what I say is have a, a wedding ring on my finger can legally change my name, husband. You know, because we hear these voices say, God told me that's my husband. And I'm not saying God can't tell you that, but the moment you really begin to be that man's wife is when you say, I do, and you exchange those vows, you have a marital commitment, and you can feel more secure and more comfortable to be all those wonderful things because you, too, have made a commitment to each other. So that's the wife in waiting. And, Christine, as I was reading my Pretty and Profound book, I had another category that a lot of women are in. Uh, mm-hmm. the married single person, because a lot of women get married, In your definition of single, which you did phenomenal, uh, ex- explanation about that, the single, uh, the unmarried, wait a minute, let me go back. What was the fr- the single woman? There's a lot mm-hmm. of married single women. They get married just to say that they're married, but they still have that single mindset. He's going right. to do what I tell him to do. This is my house. These are my things. This, you know, yeah. and so uh, I was reading. I was like, there's a lot of married single women too, because yeah. Uh, yeah. And then what happens with that? Because they, they're rushing to get married, or they're trying to say, "I'm finally married." Uh, they bruise that man's ego and delays his purpose for yeah. so long because they were selfish. Do yeah. you believe that, or have you seen that in your in your travels? I don't know, if you're gonna see it. As you yeah, I definitely, I definitely think I think there are people that are married but they're still single in their mindset. They're pursuing two different lives. You know, when you come together as a husband and a wife, you agree that you, you two together are going to accomplish one uh, global goal for your family. And um, you know, it's, it's it's a transition. It's not easy. So I don't, I don't want people to think that just when you when you say I do, that you just magically become one of one mind just because your bodies come together doesn't mean your minds, your hearts. Are um, settled on a lot of issues, but it, it takes a process. And if you're not investing in becoming, in operating as one, not just becoming one, but operating as one, then you're going to say say single, and it's going to be harder to stay stay married than it is to maintain single. Because really, the single life is best suited for someone that is by her, her, or himself. And so if you're pursuing a single life when you're married, it's going to be it's like, you know, I need to drop this dead weight so I can really do what I really, you know, my mm-hmm. purpose in doing. Exactly. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we're having phenomenal conversations about, Lord, I'm ready to be a wife. Lord, I'm ready to be a husband. Right now we have Christine Pimleton on, the author of my pretty and profound book, Lord, I'm Ready to Be a Wife. Visit uh what is what is your website again, Christine? I'm sorry. Sure. Word. It's readytobeawife.com. Readytobeawife.com or three lucky winners. Listeners will have a chance to win. We're going to put a question on tanyawhite.com. We're going to make you earn this book today. Uh, we've given away so much, but this book is so awesome. We want you to earn it and we want to see what you know. But if you don't win, you can go to readytobeawife.com or if you're on the Real Talk with Tanya White web uh, blog talk page, Just click it right now. Order it right now from Amazon. Even if you win, you can give the book away to one of your sisters. Hey, Christine, we have a call from the 302 area. They have been so patient. uh, And we will
0: uh, say welcome, caller 302. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Christine. Hi, your How's everybody tonight? This is Danielle. Hello. How are you? (laughs) I'm incredible, of course. Wonderful, wonderful. And you've been listening to the show
4: patiently, and we
0: thank you for that. Absolutely. You no have a problem at all. Questions? I do have a comment, um, as you Christine, as you definitely know. I read your book in like two hours um after <laughs> I got it at the Tech Sisters meeting and um it was so on point. I you know, like you talked about in the book, I've been all three women and you guys were talking earlier about um how, as women, when we don't recognize that we are okay by ourselves, when we're not complete, when we're not whole, then we'll put ourselves in positions where we will placate and think that a man is the definition of us. Mm -hmm. And um, I really just wanted to expound upon that, especially for the people that are listening, that until, like you guys said, until you get it yourself, He's not going to show up. The one that shows up is not going to be the one that is going to help you to get to that next level of fulfilling your purpose as a wife. And so we really do have to put ourselves in a position to get there. And I've had two, and I've had two. I have two ex fiancés. And I would all day long rather have ex fiancés than have ex husbands.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I recognize that in my journey, you know, ex fiancé number one, I was that woman when you guys talked earlier in the show about I was only concerned about the six hours that would lead up to my supposed marriage. I was not thinking about what would happen after the party. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we got to ex-fiance number two, I realized that that I had a standard and he was not raising up to that standard and that it was okay because I knew who I was to, in fact, have a standard and expect for a man to be able to lead me effectively and to be my three Ps, which are my protector, my provider, and my priest. And he was not able to be that, and therefore – Um, Although I initially got hooked on the feeling, I had to let it go because ultimately I am only going to get married once. So if I could just encourage women to wait, and just like there are there are those that come along that are on the wrong side of the track, there will be those who will come along that will be on the right side. Take the time to, as you guys said earlier, get your house in order, and get to know who you are. Do what I like to call. Inspect the incredible and do that self-assessment and make sure that you're ready. Because the Bible in Proverbs 18 and 22 says that he who findeth a wife findeth a good thing, but we have to be a good thing in order for him to find us. So if we're yeah. not good, he's not, He can't find us.
4: Exactly, Darnell. Thank you so much. We are. Uh, we have a lot on deck. This is a hot topic, so we want to get to some more callers. Continue to listen, Darnielle. I'm here. Thanks. Hey, Christine. Uh, we have a lot of activity in the chat, and I want to bring on our guest from last week, uh, Rael Sims. He was so phenomenal, and he has a, a comment he wants to make in uh, about this subject. Hello, Rael. How are you?
3: Great, great,
2: great show. Oh, my God. The guests are just totally awesome.
4: They are wonderful.
3: Wow. Hey. Um, you know,
2: ahead. I – Go
3: ahead. Hello? Yes.
2: Oh, I, I pretty much what I was going to say. The young lady that just hung up, mm-hmm. I think she was uh, she was actually saying some of what I was going to say, and I'll just add just a little bit on what she just said too. And it's basically during the time that you are waiting, just don't lose yourself, right? Because sometimes we lose ourselves in the wait. Mm -hmm. Right, And with that time that we have, that's the time that we could, uh, my quote, prepare yourself Mm -hmm. to prevent repairing yourself. Mm
1: -hmm. That's
2: the time that you can get to know more about self. That's the time that you could celebrate your singleness so when it does happen, you are ready, right?
1: Um,
2: I remember I just got off tour. And the minute I got back to Los Angeles, I had a show here and the airplane wasn't able to go to the, I forgot the name of it, you know, the deck when we're when it's time for us to walk off the plane. Mm-hmm. Something was going on and was wrong and the pilot said, well, we're going to be waiting for about 30 minutes. So everybody was pretty pissed off on the plane. hmm But that time I had to prepare more before I got off that plane. So I grabbed my book, sat back down, and started reading Mm -hmm. and started reading my notes, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And I think that's what we have to do within that time that we're waiting is to prepare ourselves, get to know more about ourselves more about what it takes to be a wife, right? So you can be that good wife, that perfect wife, that great wife, that helper, that teammate, right, that partner within that time that you are single, within that weight. Just don't lose yourself.
4: Don't,
2: don't lose yourself.
4: Just it. don't lose yourself. Rael, I can't wait for your book to come out because that was a phenomenal illustration right there.
2: Oh, thank put you that in the book oh
4: almost definitely, oh, that was phenomenal that was phenomenal most definitely <laughs> thank you. Continue to participate in chat, rael. you're getting great reviews in chat, and we look forward to have you back soon.
2: oh, thank you, thank you. I'll definitely be back all right and great show,
4: thank great you show so much if you okay we'll talk with Tanya White. We're quickly winding down. We have the uh the phenomenal Christine Pimbleton Online, Christine, your book is just going to sell millions all over the world. You're going to heal uh, marriages that are in trouble. You're going to make singles who are not whole yet, and you're going to just change the marriage game. So yeah. I'm excited about this. And when you do that, we would love to have you as a Real Talk sponsor on Real Talk with Tanya White. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> we welcome. Go all ahead and market, girl. girl. Go ahead, do your thing. I love it. Yeah. We 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 welcome sponsors of all types, and we're down to almost eight minutes. And uh, before we wrap up, I want Christine to wrap up. Uh, I want everybody to give out their contact information, starting with Sherilyn. Sherilyn, you done slain her in the spirit, Christine. No, I didn't. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Christine. Give out your information and tell them what's coming up next for you. Sure. Uh, everybody, I want you to go to ReadyToBeAWife.com. First, I want you to subscribe to the newsletter so you can be up-to-date on all of our events. You can uh, get out my blog posts and know all the different uh, articles that we're writing and, you know, just be a part of that conversation. Of course, buy the book, buy it for your friends, your family, everybody that you can think of, married and single, because surprisingly right. to me, uh, women that are married are really enjoying the book as well because the conversation really is about being a wife, so
3: mm-hmm. uh,
4: they're enjoying the conversation as well. Uh, for those of you that are in the Philadelphia area, July 18th, we will be having the Ready to Be a Wife Empowerment Seminar. It is four hours of wonderful conversation. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be doing the Worst Date Ever Contest for all your dating, your horrible dating experiences. You might be able to win a $150 spa gift package to uh celebrate gig over that experience. So I want everybody to be uh to when you go on the website, you'll see the flyer for that. And if you're in the area, definitely come because reading the book is one experience, but hearing me uh share the things that God's given me is a whole other experience and you will absolutely love it because I'm I uh, I celebrate marriage. I'm excited. You know, when you get married, and the Lord bless you with a husband. I want to invite you to the wedding. So I yeah. can say yes, I want to celebrate everybody because I think being married to the right person is just the most most rewarding, wonderful experience any woman or any man could have. So definitely uh, go to the website and, you know, be a part and be a part of the celebration because you're gonna yeah. find uh in our community people that really do wanna celebrate you and don't want to hate on you. So Exactly. You you open my eyes and you know uh, I, I may have the wrong people around me, Christine, but if you are in Philadelphia or any state close to that July, you, you need to go to this conference uh, and get, get get this book, Lord, I'm Ready to Be a Wife. She also has a journal. Uh, this is a phenomenal book. And the passion, the anointing you hear in her voice right now, you can feel as you read this Bug. Before Christine wraps up, we want you to encourage you next week, we're going to be rounding off our Summer Loving series. We'll talk about families and generational curses. We have Toy Ward on deck, uh, Karen Watts, and Tracy Lewis. We're going to be talking about uncovering those secrets uh, and lies that hinder us to be healthy families. Also, this Monday we're still in our uh, Black Music Month. Series and Fatima Robinson, Selena Johnson, Hugh Parker will be on. If you miss Monday show, Micah Stampley was on there along with Judith Kinnard, Doctor Naima. Phenomenal show. Michael Micah Stampley prayed a prophetic impartation. You need to rewind that show, listen to the archive. And like I said, before you can be a wife, before you can be a husband, you gotta stop the relationship reruns. So tonight we have a special, exclusive, real talk with Tanya White. Listener offer You go to TanyaWhite.com T-A-N-Y-A White is in the color.com. dot com You can get relationship reruns For just $10 Because we've had, we've got the wrong people In our life sometimes And this book gives you the secrets The strategies for breaking that cycle Of having the wrong people In the right relationships. Because God said it's not good for us to be alone But sometimes we grab at the wrong people uh, Also we have uh, You can win a book Christine's book or Jesse's book. We're gonna have a question posted an hour after this show on TanyaWhite.com, and you're gonna to have to answer that question. We're gonna make you earn it just a little bit. If you want to be a sponsor of Real Talk with Tanya White, we got some phenomenal sponsorship packages. If you love the show, we got two week packages. Anything. We welcome our sponsorships. Again, this has been a phenomenal show. Hope sherlin can come back. I don't know where she went, but. uh We're talking about, Lord, I'm ready to be a wife. Lord, I'm ready to be a husband. Christine, quickly, in about a minute and a half, you talk about the dream husband list, uh, and why should women have one or not have one? I I do not encourage women to create lists that include a lot of physical, financial, what I call temporary attributes, because life changes are so much that you do not know what life situation your husband will be in. But if you are going to create a list, create a list that it, that talks about his characteristics, his relationship with God, th- those type of different things. And if you really are in a situation where if he has kids that would be a stretch for you or different things like that, it's okay to know that about yourself, but don't necessarily focus on, you know, don't create a list that would be more of like a checklist where if he doesn't have these things, I don't want to touch it. Because okay. really, you know, when you meet your husband, you really do begin to understand your own strengths. So don't, don't, you don't have to necessarily marry every man that comes at you. Mm. Just date them, get to know them, and then, you know, you'll figure it out. You Even if the Lord then told us, Christine? We yeah, told, yeah. We're going to have you back. You have been uh, just a phenomenal insight. Just, made, like I said, you made me think about some things. as I read my Pretty and Profound book. I love the color. I keep saying that because I'm a great girl, and you <laughs> caught my attention with it. You know, Thanks. But it is some profound nuggets of wisdom in there. Like I said, we wish you much success. Thank you uh, very much. Million, million copies sold, Christine. And remember, when you sell those million copies, we would love to have you as a Real Talk sponsor here on Real Talk with Tanya White, man. I'm yeah, I would, and I would love to be a sponsor, so I look forward to talking to you about that later. Awesome. And thank you so much for having me on the call. I really enjoyed it. Exactly. Now, uh, give us your contact information and just one nugget of wisdom. You want us wives in waiting to remember as we continue to wait on the Lord. I want everybody to remember to embrace your relationship with God so that he can direct you to the right place at the right time. Today definitely could be the day. Don't give up. Don't give up seeking the Lord. It's okay to to talk to the Lord about how you feel Trust in him because truly, 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 he will direct you to the right situation that will be beneficial to you. And if you want more information, you can go to Ready to Be Life well. Mom. It's simple and easy to remember. Uh, enjoy the post on there, and I, I pray that everybody enjoys the book when they get it. Oh, if you're going to enjoy it, go to uh, her website. Sign up for everything she's got. She is a much-needed, refreshing wind in this uh, time uh, she celebrates marriage, and she's going to be a mentor to many, and that's what we're lacking in the the world as a whole. We're going to uh, tune in next Thursday as we talk about uh, generational curses. And tune in Monday if you want to catch Fatima Robinson, Selena Johnson, or Q Parker. Remember, uh, as Jesse said, uh, men need to commit, and when a man is ready for marriage, he's ready for marriage. There's nothing you can do. To provoke or persuade him And as Christine said You got to hang around Marriage minded people Million dollar nuggets of wisdom On this phenomenal show We're going to close out With what we started with Let's get married Because marriage is wonderful I love you guys Listen to the archives Tweet it Facebook it And we'll see you next
3: time. This a
4: remarkable So so (laughs) death Remix (laughs) J.E. y'all Run DMC To the beach y'all
3: Uh-huh. 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 And me, y'all know my name. <laughs> Come on. Of yeah. <laughs> I know these so called players wouldn't tell you this. What? But I'ma be real and say what's on my heart. Yeah. Let's take this chance and make this love feel relevant. Didn't you know I loved you from the start? Man? Uh, yeah.